Hello, everybody. Welcome into One Two Review, Episode Seven, baby. Me and my buddies Alex and Brandon exploring rate movies. You already know this. Our rating system is one of the simplest out there. If we didn't like the movie, we give it a one. If we did, we give it a two. We rate movies until we get to twenty points, and then we call it a day. That's about it. All right, kick the intro. One, two, Hey guys. Hello, hello, hello. How's everyone doing out there in the world? Uh, Brandon, how are you doing? So decent right now. Oh, decent. Good. So decent. Uh, Luke, Luke, how you doing? Doing excellent, man. I'm so happy that we don't have one of those hot ass days today. I'm glad it's nice and mellow weather. Been a bit of a, of a heat wave here in LA, so um, we got a break today for the podcast. We're not sweating our ass while we make this. Yeah. And uh, we have a bit, I have a bit of news to tell, or we have a bit of news to tell. There will be less sweating in general on this podcast a little bit. Um, we, did a, we did a recording last week of an episode that uh, didn't go too well. About halfway through, we got in a little bit of an argument between the three of us. Um, as you all know, we've been putting a lot of time and energy into our big stone granite abacus. You know, lots of legal issues, lots of building, lots of fundraising, stuff like that. The truth is Luke never really enjoyed working with the abacus. He was being a good friend. He was being a good you know, teammate on the group and supporting us and humoring us. But um, it was draining on him. It was physically demanding. It was exhausting. He was staying up really late at night. He had to grease the, the bars on it. He has to reset it all the time, all kinds of stuff. He has to do practice runs. Um, either way, we finally listened to him after a little bit of a fight. Uh, you know, we all talked. It was good for us. We we got rid of the abacus. We took the abacus, the, the, the granite one, and we found a place in Chinatown here in L.A. where we were able to trade it in. Um, if anyone else wants to jump in here, that's that's totally cool. But um, but we traded into this this guy. Like, if I'm leaving anything out, anything that's important. Um, it was a it was a night when we did it. We'd never been to that place before. Yeah, it was a strange uh, place in Chinatown. And they offered us this uh, ancient gold abacus that I've... It's an, anti- it's an antique shop, ultimately. It's, a, it's a more in the vein of mathematician uh, specific, but it's an, a mathematician-y antique right. kind of Mathematical place. antiques. And um, the shopkeeper offered us this... Um, ancient golden abacus in exchange for the uh, the granite, the giant granite one. And you know, let me just say uh, my apologize, my apologies to our Patreon listeners, all our Patreon people that donated the five hundred forty grand that it took to build the stone abacus. Um, it just turned out to be a lot more of a headache than we expected. It was a nightmare. Uh, <clears throat> It, it actually was a nightmare. I mean, it, you know, there was an injury, there was legal trouble, and um, it just took a lot. It just really diverted my life in a really strange way. So I think this makes a lot more sense, this uh, golden abacus. It's gorgeous, too. Let's not sell this thing short. We traded it. It was a straight deal. So this thing is actually worth the same amount. Yeah, this isn't only gold. This is aged gold. Am I correct? Aged gold. The guy said it's aged gold. This is from some very old Chinese dynasty of some kind. I didn't even catch that, but it's an ancient 
gold abacus, yeah. I haven't seen it in person yet. I know I asked for photographs. You sent me some pictures, but I, I couldn't see it in the picture. Are you sure it was in, in frame? He said that pictures wouldn't come out the way that uh, you think they will because it's, it has a magical aura about it. But it's got a it's got a dark brown patina on the gold and um, beautiful carvings. It's embossed in Chinese characters, and there's a dragon at the top fighting with a tiger, the very top of that. I think it symbolizes like uh, good and evil or something. It's gorgeous, stunning abacus. Yeah, let's actually review this um, po- this uh, abacus as a sidecar review. This won't go on our on our um, on the abacus itself. We're not gonna. But I, re- I give this this abacus a two. It's an absolute two. It's a gorgeous, it's the oldest thing in our apartment for sure. Uh, maybe the oldest thing I've ever touched in my life. It's gorgeous. Yeah, it's an, it's an amazing you know piece of history that we now own. That's a two. Well, I certainly am intrigued. I am not convinced. I haven't even seen a photo. I've only heard your description. So as of right now, I'm going to give it a one. Oh, no. Um, Come on. Here's the thing, though, guys. I think we need to revisit this sidecar review after we actually use it for the episode. So let's postpone. Let's put the brakes on this sidecar for a sec. Revisit at the end of the episode. See what we think. Wait, is this a sidecar revisit review? Yeah, this is a classic sidecar revisit review. Got it. All right. Well, um, any other business we need to take care of before we jump into reviewing movies? Uh, Now that we've officially landed on all your favorite podcasts listening directories itunes google play zune directories um i would like to say we appreciate reviews um in fact we need reviews that's right listeners if you liked our podcast please share it and more importantly we need reviews i had a chance of playing with itunes review system and their system is even simpler than ours it's fives so get on itunes and leave us a five Thanks in advance for carving out a little time in that hectic schedule to do that for us. And uh, thank you. Cool. That's a lot of business. Let's get into the show, guys. All right. So uh, this week, I'll kick it off with two dads are better than none. And of course, for our listeners, that is spelled N-U-N. Because this is a movie about two dads that have to pretend to be a nun. So yeah, it's a little dark. These uh, there's a, a a party in the church, and these two nuns ac- or these two dads, sorry, accidentally uh, kill a nun, and they have to pretend to be her uh, for not only the rest of the day, but then people start to believe the lie, and they end up uh, having to be this nun for a very very long time. Yeah, and this and the crazy part is they have to sneak out during the day and take care of each other's families so the dad one dad will dress up as the nun and you know take care of the church processions and blessing and teaching the classes and uh, the other dad uh, goes out and takes care of the the families and um, again it is dark the the beginning where they accidentally they don't they don't kill her they scare her they scare her she they don't she doesn't expect them in the room they scare her she has a heart attack they feel guilty and they do this um it's it's not like they you know it wasn't murder her right yeah yeah. um but it's still dark it's dark that you know a poor nun dies it it was dark that they that they hid the body just in the church 
well, that's the thing. That's the whole thing for me. Uh, before, you know, we can get into the rest of the film, but it's weird to me that they didn't do anything wrong, but they acted like they had murdered her. And they treat the whole thing like they did. Yeah, they store the body, they hide it, they, they try to dispose of the body throughout the whole film instead of just kind of immediately telling everyone what happened. I think it would have been fine, you know? But that wouldn't have been a good Yeah, movie, needless right? to say... It wouldn't have been funny. No, <laughs> I guess not. We wouldn't get all the humor out of uh, the, the rest of the story. Yeah, there was a lot of humor. Still, needless to say, it is the darkest uh, Steve Gutenberg oh. film I've seen. He hasn't yeah. been around lately. He comes back on this movie... It's been a while, and it's definitely a darker tone. Yeah, I thought he was a little too angry to be a dad when he breaks the news to his uh, fake family. Well, not his fake family, but his his friend's family. That right. well, he has to dress up like his friend when he goes to his his. Yeah, family. so that's the thing is when whoever's not being the nun has to be both the other dads. It's kind of a thing so it's it's kind of like a, a mrs doubtfire on on i don't know meth yeah something like that coke on, i don't know it's a coked up mrs doubtfire yeah. with a dose of of weekend at bernie mm -hmm. you mentioned meth and cocaine did you guys read about the uh the process of how the film was made on the internet am i the only one who read about that no i heard not. some I rumors it, it was there was some drugs on the set right well, basically, the idea for the film was conceived at Burning Man, and then they just continued to gain funding at uh, underground festivals where drugs are heavily taken. So basically, the film was funded and basically founded on uh, drugs. Huh. huh. Interesting. Yeah, it was trippy. It was a trippy thing to watch. There's no drug references in the entire film, though. Not that I caught at all, ever. No, no, not at all. This is all behind the scenes stuff, like deep internet, you know, dark web stuff. That's Did you guys see my notes on this? Cool. Like the background actors grinding their teeth. I think that might have been some sort of drug use. Let's let's not look into it. I just saw Everybody. half the background actors were grinding their teeth and scratching their arms. So I thought that was strange. Uh, either way, uh, it's it's an okay movie. It's. I'm sure it. Uh, it will. You'll see it on a plane someday. Uh, I. I give it a. I give two nuns are better than or two dads are better than none a, a one. Yeah. Um. Actually, saw some entertainment value in this, um. But it didn't quite hit the spot for me. Although, I like uh, dads a lot, so I'm gonna give it a two. Okay. Great. You know what? This is a. Uh... Guaranteed to be classic in-flight entertainment, as you said, Alex. So I'm going to give it a two. I have a feeling people might end up enjoying this film. Cool. All right. So Two Dads a Brother None gets a five on the Brands Make a New Aged Gold Abacus. Okay. Wait. All right. Did you guys hear something? What was that? Sounded like a little scream or something? Uh, Not, you, you didn't hear anything? I don't know, but you know what? When I touch this, when I, what? When I touch the abacus, it did feel weird. Give me a weird, like electric vibe. <clears throat> I just hope this abacus isn't cursed like the last one. Sorry to my Patreon donators, but that thing was a nightmare. Sorry. Yeah, let's do a let's do a let's do an ad. 
Strombrenner's new album Metal Banger is out and taking America by Strom. All the industrial techno rock hits you've been waiting for are there to blow your mind. Hits like Choice Aloyd and Grindfest and the number one chart topper, Frig. Available everywhere music is. Go out and buy it now, 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 now. Okay, that was an interesting ad. Let's keep it going. I think I want Brandon to introduce this movie for our listeners. Brandon, what do you say? Guys, um, yes, I do want to introduce this movie. This week, we saw an interesting film, Court Room. This is a courtroom drama slash horror film, almost, I would almost say. It's uh, about a car, Alexis specifically, that becomes a judge, a local judge. What did you guys think of this film? I, you know what? I came into this movie a little, uh, a little tainted because I saw the Stephen King version of this, where all the appliances come to life, and that was terrible. So I was a little skeptical when I saw this, but I thought it was very interesting idea, really interesting concept how they, uh, <clears throat> the townspeople decide that everybody's corrupt, everybody, all their judges never work out because they're just in each other's pockets and, you know, letting criminals run free if they, you know, pay enough money. So they decide that an inanimate object, well, animate object, a car, um, should be the judge of their legal proceedings in their town. Yeah, and you mentioned that it felt it felt horry. There's you know, there's really there's not like a lot of horror in it, but the feel of it definitely is horror. And it, I don't know if you knew this, but it is actually the script was written by or the screenplay is written by Dean Koontz. Um, one might call that the lesser of the uh, Stephen King, like a poor man Stephen King. Maybe. Ouch. Yeah, I shouldn't say horror. It's definitely suspenseful, though. I mean, it's the story of this Lexus running for the position, getting the position. And then living life as a judge. I mean, for sure, it's a horror uh, horror commentary on the American uh, uh, election system. I would say the soundtrack was strangely funky and upbeat, though. Um, I liked it. I actually bought it, and I'm I'm jamming out to it uh, during workouts. Just that's just a little cool. sidebar, you yeah. know. Um, How do you guys feel about it being a Lexus product and a Lexus sponsored film? Do you feel like that tainted it? Do you feel like you were watching a commercial for two hours? Yeah, there's a lot of shots of the of the Lexus uh, dressed up in the robes, you know, but like sleek kind of sexy car commercial shots, long gliding shots of, of its, you know, exterior and stuff, of its leather seats as it's delivering verdicts. They really uh, do make the uh, old white powdered wig look like sexy and sleek somehow yeah. on this car. I mean, let's be honest. This is a Lexus commercial. You know? I'm normally pretty turned off by product placement, but because the Lexus was sort of an anti-hero and um, sort of the protagonist and ad- antagonist at times, I, I felt like that sort of made it work because I wanted to hate it, but I sort of already hated the Lexus. Um, so yeah. it made it work for me. Plus, I really uh, thought it was clever how they taped a gavel to the front tire. So when the court was out of order, it could just rev and <laughs> slam the gavel uh-huh. like hundreds of times, you know. Over yeah. and over again. Pow, pow, pow. Yeah. Yeah. Really gets a lot of attention in a courtroom. Yeah. 
I, I would say uh, it bothered me that it was a commercial, but but hey, if you're going to do a commercial, make it an hour and a half and give it a story and everything. So I don't know. I don't know. I guess I, I think I'm going to give this thing a two, actually. Um, yeah, I am. I am. I, I give uh, this movie a two. Court, court Vroom gets a two. Court Vroom was, um, I thought it was going to be a lot more action. It was a lot of drama and a lot of melancholy moods and tension. Um, but I dug the soundtrack, super funky, and turned me on to Lexus's. I'm actually headed down to the dealership after the podcast, so I give it a two. Yeah, for a film that was originally written for a human, and then to get funding, they just simply swapped the Lexus car in the lead role of the film. I'll still give it a two. I don't know. I found it strangely enjoyable. Two points. All right. Two points up on the new golden mysterious Chinese abacus. I'm sorry. Did I say two points? What was Okay, now I'm hearing it too. Uh, but I said, okay, I, I'm sorry. I said two points. I meant five, right? Alex, you gave this one a one, right? I gave it a two. That's six. Sorry, I'm very distracted. I don't I heard some strange sound. Brendan, did you hear that? Yeah, I thought it was coming from your end. Huh. Well, I'm mic'd up over here, so you might have... Weird. Yeah, I'm mic'd up over here, but too. But did you... Alex, you mic'd up over there? I'm mic'd up. Um, did you... I pulled off my headphones, and it stopped, so it might be on your end? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. Let's just... Let's Maybe just try to get this this podcast done so I can go check out this car. Um, <clears throat> let's actually before that, let's do a quick ad. I'm going to run a quick ad for our, our listeners. Got to pay the bills, you know. Today's one two review is brought to you by Felger Zoo Experience. Lions and tigers and bears? Oh no, not anymore. Come on down to the world's first 3D interactive zoo experience. No more animal cruelty. Each animal in our zoo has been motion captured and preserved for history. That's right, snakes too. Come on down. All right, we're back. Alex. Alex, are you there? Yep. What's going on, man? Nothing much. Nothing much. What do you much. think about movies? I like movies. I'd like to I'd like to review one. Okay. You guys want to review a movie with me? Yeah. All right. Um, guys, I really like this movie. I really like the idea of it. I, I thought it was really cool. This is a movie called Seminate. Uh, this is about a, a bad guy has uh, created this virus that allows him to spread his consciousness into other people. Uh, it, was, uh, it was fairly action-packed. Tom Hanks is the, uh, the lead detective who is trying to uh, hunt down this guy that has created this virus. Uh, it's kind of like an invasion of the body snatchers kind of style, except uh, they're all becoming this this one guy. Uh, and so slowly, there's less and less people to trust as these people are infected by the guy. And uh, Tom Hanks is uh, put in some awkward positions, but uh, eventually uh, figures it all out. Um, what did you guys think of this film? Highly entertaining film. Yeah, it's a lot like 24. It all takes place in 24 hours. A lot gets done in 24 hours. We see multiple locations all around the world. And it was great. So the way uh, our villain spreads his consciousness is he feeds his victims a piece of gum. 
you want a piece of gum. It's a common thing. Everybody, I mean, it's not a it's not a weird thing to offer gum. Am I right? Everybody loves gum. Nope, it's not. But uh, but it makes it a uh, this movie makes that a scary thing to hear these days. You know, someone offers me gum after seeing this film, I'm gonna be a little hesitant. You know what's weird? And this is not. I don't know if this really has anything to do with the movie. For some reason, dentists never take gum. I never see never see dentists chewing gum or taking gum. Um. Taking gum like a medication, like I gotta take my two gums this morning. I I got a headache. I need to take my gum. You know what? Sometimes, sometimes it works like that. Uh, no, I just mean I just mean receiving the offer of gum. I mean, I've I've never talked to a dentist outside of his work, and he shouldn't be chewing gum while he's working. You never know, Alex. He might have. Not all dentists are upfront about it. About being one? Yeah. I mean, you. Could have easily talked to one. That's true. Um, they're all over, so I don't know. Just that was—I know we just got a little off topic there, but um, it's strange. But at the movie, and uh, did you guys both saw it, right? Um, every bag of popcorn that goes into Seminit, they throw a little piece of gum in there. Yeah, I saw that. It was a cute little gimmick. Yeah, yeah. I ate the gum. You still yourself? Huh? You seminated? Um, no, it was good though. It was cherry. Cool. Did you guys buy any of the merch that they had for sale at the premiere? Like the mm. "I got seminated" shirt. I thought that was kind of funny. No, those were gross to me. It sounds it sounds gross. Or the one that said like, "Do you want any gum?" Question mark. Ooh. I got this the the seminate panties for my girlfriend. Nice. I don't like that they were selling panties at the movie theater. Man, no one. It's a it's a new day. Everyone has to make. Come money. on, Alex. Have a little fun. Now. You know, it's twenty seventeen. Yeah, there was just a lot, a lot, a lot of merch for this movie, and honestly, I can't think of another movie I've been to that had merch out front. You're gonna um, be seeing it more and more. I'm you think that's a thing that. that's starting? Absolutely. Yeah. Huh. It's already it's already a thing out here in New York, guys. I know LA is a little bit behind, but it's already. Huh. A thing it sounds out here. like uh, the idea is slowly seminating. Yeah. Do you want some gum? Oh my god. Alex. All right, I give seven. Alex, uh, have a, a no, Alex, say I have a piece of gum before you review it. No, I'm getting out of this one. I don't like it. I'm giving seminate a one. Or is it seven eight? Is it seminate or it's seven bold. eight? It's fine. Uh, it's either way. It's a one. It's a one is what it is, guys. Just uh the mere the mere fact that this rattled Alex so much, I give it a two. Yeah, I thought the gimmick was funny, and I think they're ahead of the curve with getting these merch booths up and running at movie theaters. So two points for creativity. All right. Awesome. That's five up on the abacus. Five points. Let me go ahead and do it. All right. I can hear that. I can hear that. I do I can hear, hear that. that. What is that? that no, I can hear that. I don't know. It's not on my end. I'm I really dead. hope it, it stops. Now, the crazy thing is, I'm pulling my headphones off. Now, next time you guys hear that, pull off your headphones. See if you can hear it in the room. No, did it do it? No, I didn't hear it. I didn't hear it in my room either. Must be some weird interference. <clears throat> you know what? That does happen. Um, so many things have to go right for technology to work. And so it might just be a little glitch on our, our, our recording software or... The internet, internet doing strange laser stuff. So, who knows? 
who knows? Let's run another ad real quick, and then we'll come back to the podcast for our final review, hopefully. Yep. Reggae. It's not just about marijuana and sex. Reggae now offers drug-free all-age concert events. Find a reggae concert in your neighborhood at reggaenation.net, paid for by the committee to make reggae free again. Thank you to Reggae for our sponsorship. Yellow. No baseball. It's you again. I do. Well, that all depends on Wednesday. Sure, I'll bring the milk. I think he is ready to take on that new skateboarding class. Luke, get off the phone. We gotta finish this up. All right, baseball. Hey, I gotta go. I got a podcast to do. (laughs) You too. Who was that, Luke? That was baseball. This and every single American episode of 1-2 Review is brought to you by baseball. All right. Thank you, Baseball. Let's keep this rolling for you guys. This week, we also had a chance to watch a classic character, really one of the greatest characters of all time, embodied in a movie that um, hopefully we enjoyed. Maybe we didn't. And it's called Hercules the Movie. Long-awaited Kevin Sorbo comes back to reclaim his role as Hercules in 2017. The last uh, episode of Hercules, I think, came out somewhere in the late 90s. They did 111 episodes of this show. So they t- sort of took all of the storyline and and uh, made this, this wonderful movie. Yeah, Kevin Sorbo might not be the original Hercules, but he is definitely the Hercules. When He's I my Hercules. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Him and Xena are absolutely... Mm-hmm. The one. And uh, let's, you know, she makes an appearance in this film. Let's not forget that. Yeah, that was hot. She has a nice little moment. That was hot. There. They're a little, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I, I love these these actors, but let's face it, they're, they're a little aged. And um, yeah. So that, uh, that made it a little less be- believable, maybe, for some people. Uh, for, for me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I thought it was weird that they didn't just make them older. You know, they, they picked this up exactly where the last... I, I don't remember the last episode, but it, it seems like... Yeah, it's like the up. next day or something. It's like the next episode, basically, is this movie. Um, so it was weird that, yeah, if you watch that TV show and then watch this movie right after, there's an age jump of our actors that they don't address. Which they easily just could have, I thought. I think the story could have easily been adapted that it's a little older Hercules. But what are, what are you going to do? Um, nothing. In, in defense of Kevin Sorbo and... Uh, what's her name? whatever Lucy, Lucy Lawless. Lawless yeah in defense of them um I was I was a little curious about this so I looked it up and they said they didn't want those choices either they they said we're not those kind of like prima donnas where we don't think that we look as good as we did 20 years ago that's crazy so um mm-hmm. this was this was mm. the director's choice and along with the writer and they just knew it would sell better and they were right 
Well, this yeah. is what the people wanted. We failed to mention earlier, this is a GoFundMe movie. This is a mm-hmm. crowdsourced film. This is what the people wanted. So well, and, everything, and the, almost every page of the script was you know, approved by the GoFundMe audience. Not only, almost what made it take so it was, long. It was written on there too. Like a lot of it, like 90% of the script they said was written. People submitted like scenes. And that's why this, if, if you notice, that's why this whole thing was kind of a mess. They tied... What they tied so many loose ends, I think they almost tied up every episode, all 111 episodes. They like added a little piece of it in there. It was, it was that's a lot true. of stuff. It was a lot of I just standing that's... there explaining the plot. Like, okay, I gotta kill you now because remember an episode, and they would actually list the episodes just like in, mm-hmm. in season four, episode 12, when Gargaroth attacked the village and he wasn't supposed to, and all yada, yada, yada. And so. Um, actually, the script was written on a Reddit thread, uh, and just the upvotes made it to the final, final cut. Yeah. So that's what happens. If anyone wondered what would happen if you just let Reddit or you know any kind of a community write a film, this is what happened. So, so what I would say is, it sounds like they did fix any any plot holes that exist in the TV show were addressed and fixed through a lot of expository dialogue. But everything is fixed. So I think in a weird way, this movie makes the TV show airtight plot-wise. Yeah. That was the but, goal. But at the, at the cost of an hour and a half of your life. Uh, um, definitely for Hercules the Legendary Journeys fans, um, this is, this is just like the golden cherry on top of their Hercules Sunday. But for any yeah. for listeners out there that aren't huge Hercules fans or aren't fans of things from the nineties or just don't know about the nineties, I would say revisit the six seasons of Hercules and um, check out those 111 episodes. I'm binge watching Hercules. Um, and anytime I'm in an Uber or work is slow, I'm, I'm watching these episodes to catch up with the movie. So, um, uh, this movie is like, if you took all the Beatles albums, and the time between each track, they filled in a little noise that linked the two tracks. And then you listen to a record of just the linking bridge tracks between each Beatles song. The interludes? So this is all interludes. Yeah. If, if you made interludes for every song that didn't exist to make the albums flow yeah. better, and then you just listen to the interludes album, that's my best likening of what this film was. So... Sounds like a Well, should we rate it? You got anything else you want to add here, Brendan? No, I'm ready to review this, baby. Uh, Um, As much as I just complained about it, this movie gets a a goddamn two because it was nice to see Kevin Sorbo swinging a sword and kicking ass. It's nice to have him back. Yeah, there was um, at least one scene where we got a little action, and uh, this movie is so nostalgic for me i give it a two yeah i'm gonna go ahead and give this a two as well i know we talked like we didn't really enjoy it but as the box office seems to be agreeing with us and this review it's a solid two everyone loves it it's killing it mm-hmm. okay i'm gonna go ahead and put six, six up on our points. ancient chinese aged gold abacus here we go I'm just going to ignore it. I'm just ignoring the sound. Just ignoring it. Oh, 
Do you ever feel like you're just going nuts? All the time. You, you know? And there's no way to explain things to people. It's just inside your own head. I do. And I cope with it the ignoring way. Ignore it. Shove it in the back of your mind. Pretend it never happened. Do something else. Laugh it off. Whatever it is, ignore it. This episode of 1-2 Review is brought to you by Ignoring It. Thanks, Luke. All right, guys. What an exciting week. What are How many points are we at? We're at a whole bundle of points, Brandon. I still don't know how to use an abacus. I'm embarrassed. You went to class, Luke. We the training course, you. I know. I was tell- I'm was i telling you, the training course didn't cover how to use it. It just t- covered abacus safety, ancient mathematical safety. Oh, my God. We got to sign up for another class. This is going to be a long year. You know what the sad thing is, though? I went on the internet. And I really did this. I went on the internet and I tried to figure out how to use an abacus. I watched a YouTube video and then read a tutorial. I still couldn't fucking figure it out. And I taught high school geometry. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Okay, it must be tough. That's I'll look that's why it. New Mexico has the worst schools in the country. It's because of me. Sorry, New Mexico. Hello, California. No worries. Time to destroy your youth. <laughs> All right. Um, hey, good work, guys. That was fun. That was great. Brandon, are you out of time? I am out of time, unfortunately. I'm going to the beach, so we won't be able to record an episode next week unless you guys want to do it without me. You're going to the beach for a whole week? A whole week, baby. Thank you all so much for joining us once again at Want to Review. Join us again next week where we review Rattledoe, Journey East, Talk to My Dad, Shibata, and Unbaby. Ladies and gentlemen, please feel free to review us on iTunes. It would do us a huge bit of service. Thank you so much and have a good week. Woo! Cool. Leave tabs open. Right. <laughs>